Alright, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by the beautiful Roxbury Urban Dive Bar, located at 1743 Grafton Street, right across from the Scotiabank Center. Go to the Roxbury to get some $5 food all day, every day. You cannot beat that price. $5. They have a DJ seven nights a week. I'm sure when you walk up to this DJ, you can request a song. On Sunday nights... They have Sin Sundays, that is an industry night, $3 well shots, $6 doubles, and $5 pints. On Wednesday night, they have a 90s night. I'm sure most of you listening love 90s music, so don't even worry about it. Just go to the Roxbury Wednesday night, and they'll be playing 90s music for you all night. On the weekend special, they have a thing called the Boozy Brunch, $5 food and $15 pitchers of Caesar. So if you like Caesar, you like $5 food, you like good service, make sure to go to the Roxbury on the weekend. That is a weekend special. Hit that up. And remember, when you are supporting the Roxbury, you are directly supporting the high button. Here we go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the high button podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever time of day you are listening to it, it is a beautiful Wednesday out there after work or maybe you're off today. It doesn't really matter. Get out there. Enjoy the day. Like I said last time, it's going to be a long winter, so the fact that it's sunny out, get out there, enjoy the sun. Once again, thank you very much to our sponsors, the Roxbury. I do appreciate that. And whenever I do go into these meetings, I always preach the fact that our listeners are very loyal, which I know you are. Uh, So thank you again to you, the listeners, uh, once again. All right, so today on the High Button Podcast, we have Jeremy Nogler. Jeremy has worked with us before at the High Button. He did a video with us at Atlantic Fashion Week. He is a barber at Odd Fellows Barbershop. Uh, He also has a passion uh, about being in front of the camera. Him and Matt Burton, a.k.a. Halifax Drifter, are working on a project jumping around the province. I think Jeremy said that they're going to Ontario soon to do some filming. And essentially, yeah, they're just talking to barbers, getting some good food, getting some good drink, talking to some good people. It sounded like a really cool project. Uh, Jeremy's a great conversationalist. It was a good interview, conversation, podcast, whatever you want to call it. So I hope you enjoy it. High button. You know what comes next. Here we go. All right, we're going. Boom. Welcome back. Or I shouldn't say welcome. Well, I should say welcome back because yeah. you were on the locals. Yes, and uh, did the fashion week with you. And then, you got to speak into it. I'm oh, sorry. What's up? Just pull it closer to you. Yeah, you're right good there. Good there. Cool. Because some people like they'll talk into it. It's like I'm kissing the mic. Here. Yeah. No. You got to be there. So right. this this is a welcome back. Yeah, I guess so. This yeah. is this is like um. Well, kind of sparked from uh. Well, I messaged you because that there there was one day at the shop where. Uh, like I did the fashion week and then I think it was like two weeks ago, I there was like five people I didn't even know come in and they're like, uh, I got to ask, are you the one from uh, High Button Fashion Week? And no I was way. Like, yeah, man, I'm not even joking. Five and people. Five people in one day. It was like the only day that this has happened and all five are just like, and I'm not even exaggerating, like one was in Jen's chair, there was like two or three in Joel's chair and by the end of it, Joel was just giving it to me, just razzing me, right? Just... You it's know, crazy Hallie famous whatever going on but yeah man so uh that was a great video man you were very like your was, first in the first one you did i was like uh kind of skeptical yeah but then the second one third one like it was it was an amazing experience for i forget that the camera's there after like a couple but I the guess. first one you th- do think it's there oh and man you're you thinking reme- of oh 100 percent. and like you're thinking like everyone's i don't know you, you overthink it i guess and that's my 
my biggest weakness, I guess. Man, that was like the first time I ever did it. I remember just being so nervous and not being myself and just overthinking. Okay, when yeah. people are gonna see this? Well, yeah, people see you see you uh, see you with a camera, and I don't know. It's kind of hard to like for like forget that everyone's looking at you i guess mm. because like everyone's like oh he must be a big deal you know yeah. and it's like well it's an illusion yeah it's an illusion do you want to hear a funny story about that so we're at the greek fest once and we're doing yeah. have you did you see that video um i might have but i'm not 100 sure okay so we're at Was the greek he? fest yeah and we're filming yeah uh we get there probably around noon so you know it's busy there's people there's food going around we yeah. get there with the camera microphone you know, we walk in there, we're welcomed with open arms. Oh, welcome. Who are you? Like yeah. The high button. No one really knows what the high button is at that point. Yeah. And okay, well, whatever. Yeah. If you want to come around, do you want some free food? Do you want to do this? Would you like to do that? <laughs> Everything. Like, oh, yeah. yes. Thank you, you so much. Stuff. Thank you very much. So we do the video. We're probably there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. I go home, shower, change, come back five hours later for like the party at nighttime. Yeah. I walk in. I'm talking to the same people I was talking to with the camera. Oh, and they f- they don't know who I am. Oh, okay. I walk up to them. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Good to see you, Justin. They're like, oh, uh, what? Excuse yeah, me? Yeah. No idea who I am. No. It's an illusion. It is an illusion. How's like, your experience out in Moncton with it? Well, uh, just in general. I know well, you've been yeah, shooting no, in the city. Y- yeah, so, uh, well, I guess for everyone that doesn't know, we're working, uh, me and my buddy, Matt uh, Burden, uh, HFX Drifter. I was going to say, you got to yeah, plug. Yeah, you got to put in the plug. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on a project, so... I've been doing guest spots and I've been, um, right now I'm 27, so I'm young. And so I feel like right now the vacation time that I take, um, I don't want to, you know, go away to like a retreat and like sit down and then come back to reality. M- mine's more of like going and seeing some results and then also taking in another shop. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing for the last couple of years, uh, like I've been to Toronto, Calgary, uh, Newfoundland wasn't the last one I went on. And so I go to these shops, uh, I hang out with the barbers, I work at the shop and, uh, then the other three days I kind of just play tourists, you know, and just go around, check the place out. So every time I've done that, I've been like, man, this would make a good series, you know, like, absolutely. so like all the things that I like, you know, barbering tattoos and good food. And I was going to say, you got to mix in food, man, definitely. So, uh, I, well, I didn't even approach Matt with this idea. It just kind of like. We were going to go talk about another idea I had uh, where I wanted him to film. And so I cut his hair beforehand and I'm cutting his hair and he kind of like, you know, where do you see yourself in a couple of years type thing? And I don't even know if he was like asking me that, but like that's how it came out. And I, I told him that, you know, I would like to travel and I would like to create a series about it. And, you know, and there's all these chefs like, you know, Maddie Masson or like Anthony Bourdain, like all these guys that like have these series where it's like focused around food. So... My idea was like, you know, focus it around barbering and then include tattoos and food. And so when I told him the idea, I didn't even realize that he was like, damn, we sh- I want to do this, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I've kind of approached other videographer buddies about it, but they all have they're all working full time and have other things that they have to do. Right. And when I originally thought about it, it was just one cle- uh, like clean trip right across the country. Right. But it kind of over time worked out to being just Matt coming with me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so essentially now we're, uh, Matt's coming along, um, and he's going to capture the series, I guess. So, uh, we did a Halifax one. That's the pilot. We, you know, did some stuff at odd fellows, uh, the shop I'm working at. And then also, uh, hung out with my buddy, Corey Murphy from sailor Bups and a few other things. And, uh, like we we don't have anything 
like we don't have the first episode done yet or any of that but then this past weekend we went to Moncton and so that was the first time you know going somewhere else and being like all right we need to get the content we need to do all this and like we planned it out but I, I feel like it's gonna be one of those things that like every time we go on a trip we slowly realize more stuff yeah um well it's a learning experience but, like, it is definitely and so like I guess the original question you were like how, how was that like how was it with the camera and it's like when I first got there you know I feel like a I feel like a jerk. I feel like a dick when I have someone pointing a camera in my face. But over the time, you know, you you learn that you got to do that. You got to just forget that everyone else might be looking. It's like some that's that's what's going to hold you back from creating stuff, you know, like worrying about what other people are you know, thinking or making throwing out jokes like we went to the farmer's market up in Moncton and you know we're walking around he's following me with the camera and now every once in a while I'm turning around and saying a couple things I got a mic on everything and like a lady was like oh this guy must be must be a big shot he's got a camera yeah. crew and that, it's like that doesn't mean you're a jerk off, yeah, though, no you know? I know I know it doesn't but like it's hard not to it, it's hard not to feel like that I guess but like I'm getting over it and like so far so good like we haven't had the way I look at that situation is every time I go out and I do something is whenever I'm watching TV or I'm watching something on the internet or I'm watching anything in general. Yeah. Someone has to create content in order for and, people and to watch it. Like, yeah. you know, when people say there's two types of people in this world, there's people that entertain and then there's people that watch. Yeah. I don't believe in that two types of people. There's no. millions of types of people in 100%. the world, but yeah. for a situation like that you and I are in right that. now, mm -hmm. two types of people in the world, there's people that make it and there's yeah. people that watch it. And, and when it comes back to the whole jerk off, you know, he's a prick with the camera and microphone. <laughs> yeah, Fuck no. that. Who does this guy think you know, he is? Who cares? Like, I don't think I'm something special, no. but like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, do the things that I wanted to do. Like I've wanted to do this, and why wouldn't I? You know, like we got one more trip planned for Charlottetown in uh, the seventh and eighth of December. Yeah. And so with that one, you know, I'm gonna, I'm more comfortable with the camera. Uh, just the same as like this last trip, I went up into this barbershop, Handsome Devils, yeah. uh, the owner, Ryan Brown. And like, there's two guys for that. I went to barber school with uh, JD cool and Carl McKenzie. Okay. Uh, so like going there, I was super comfortable, right? Cause it's like all, a couple buddies, you know? Mm. So like when I first walk in, I don't want to step on people's toes cause I've never worked at Handsome Devils. Right. So, getting to see how Matt can capture those moments and how people in my chair are usually like, it's like, Hey man, do you mind if, you know, we get a little film and audio, uh, going here and everyone's like, I was worried that some people were like, no, I don't, I don't want that. But most people were like, yeah, man, sounds awesome. You know, that's and a so, skill set being able to approach someone and make them feel comfortable on camera. That's yeah. what I feel about, uh, Who's the guy there that does the Made in America and he makes those politicians look like idiots? Uh, he was Borat. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Um, what's his name? Scars. <laughs> uh, the thing I hate about this also is that um, people are listening and they know the name, but we just can't yeah, think of it. Yeah, I know, man. Um, that, what's his Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, there we go. That's okay. a skill set, making people feel comfortable on camera. If yeah. you think about it, yeah. he made a politician pull his pants down and do, dumb do what thing. he did. Yeah, man. It's you know, like, that's a, if you're, I'm not saying that what that you power. did, I'm not saying say. that, <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm that's just gonna a skill set. going to cut your hair here and then no, 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 <laughs> next no. thing you know, you're like streaking through the streets or something. <laughs> but yeah, gotcha. man, that's, it's, it's a skill set. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. So it, it's fun though. So like, I feel just even now looking at like looking forward to Charlottetown, it's like I feel more confident going into the barbershop and like mm. just, you know, talking with the people and forgetting that the camera's on because it's only the first little bit. And like, even like just like stuff like doing the fashion week and like, like right now, like this kind of stuff, it's mm. like, it all becomes 
one thing and like it's just eventually i feel like if you do it enough just like everything else it becomes something that you know you don't even think about and that's where i that's the main thing for me it's just forgetting that there's a mic or there's a camera or the truth of it is that people are good at some things some people want to be doctors some people are meant to be lawyers some people are meant to be you know gas station convenient clerks there's just different things in the world that people are good at and people like you and i it's just being comfortable on camera and with a microphone yeah but i definitely wasn't at first like you brought up you brought up the local and the locals when you did that uh i remember you know i was uh i was living with jeff power and you were living with kevin and that's how it got linked up because i saw that you did one with quake and I watched that episode and I was like, damn, I want to do this, right? And then um, I remember going to your house. It was in your kitchen with a table and you made it, you set it up. So it was shot it with an iPhone, yeah, that phone that's right it. there. And I was nervous. I was so nervous doing yeah. that. And that was like, I don't even Isn't know. Is it funny? It's funny looking back. Like, well, I, I, I don't know, probably like three or four months ago, I watched it again just to like see what it was like. And it's yeah. like, holy like night and day man it's like slowly becoming more comfortable with this stuff i love seeing good. i love seeing other people's projects start out from where they were when they started to where they are and, now and that's you know i love the fact that when i started the locals it was with this phone yeah. now i'm onto a camera yeah. and then one day i'll be on a, a ten thousand <laughs> yeah. dollar camera it's i love watching yeah. the process i think people are very you know they need it now they need it now they need it and, now and that's the thing is people don't see the pro uh, like the 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 work that's put into something yeah. you know and they only see like the finished product so that's what i keep telling myself is that like you know we're, we're planning out all this stuff and maybe things aren't going 100 percent right which mm. nothing bad's happened yet but people are going to see the final product and just even having you know our goal is eight episodes right now mm-hmm. and how long how long per episode um well it's all in matt's hands like 15 20 minutes Whoa. is like 15 20 and if he can do any longer that'd be cool like something that will like keep people entertained but at the same time yeah i don't know like that's the thing though with people's yeah, attention no, span i know that's it you got to keep it real good so uh he said for the first two episodes he wants to do 15 but he, like for the Charlottetown episode, we're looking at a little bit longer, I think. Yeah. But now that we kind of got the idea of how a trip works, mm. we're going to plan some stuff, more touristy stuff. Mm. Like, you know, I don't know. The good thing about the internet is, and what you want to do is that people have done it before and you can yeah. learn from people's mistakes. So you and can watch it. what you like and mm-hmm. then pick from that what you like and what you don't like exactly. and then apply it to yourself. Yeah. And, and follow the template of what's yeah. kind of done. And it's yeah. like, obviously... You start with that template, but then you're like, I don't really like, like yeah. you're saying, you don't really like this or you don't yeah. like that or you want something different. You know, you throw it in there and you, yeah. it, so it works out. I don't know. I, I'm, I was saying to Matt, it's funny because after the trip, it's like, I had a great trip. I had a fun time, but it's weird that I'm more excited to see the trip yeah. than I was to actually live it, yeah. which I, you know, yeah. take a breath and live in the moment. Right. But at the same time, you know, this is something I wanted to do. So well, it's going to be cool. Yeah. It seems like you're happy about it. That's yeah, awesome. And that's it. So. We'll we'll see where it goes, and you know. Well, I hope I hope it works out, man. Yeah, that's it. So where did where did you grow up at? Like we uh, know each other, we don't know each other. Where where did you grow up? Yeah, so uh, I grew up outside Truro, uh, okay. Hilden, which is everyone's like, oh, you grew up outside Truro, Bible Hill. I'm like, no, it's the other side. So uh, when you're driving on the highway and you get to Brookfield, yeah, um, in between Brookfield and Millbrook, it's Hilden. There's no off ramp. How many people live there? Oh, man, I don't know. This is, I'm bad at these questions. So what do you do when you're younger to, like, to stay? Uh, you, you, you must have gotten a like, lot of trouble. No, I mean. Like, what I, do you guys do? I don't know. I think because I lived there, I stayed out of trouble. 
Interesting. Because, like, well, especially at the age where I was a little rebellious, you know, junior high, high school. The most early, rebellious early, age. Yeah, most rebellious, you know. But, uh, like, especially high school, like grade 10 and 11, I wasn't going to parties and stuff like that because I had to get a drive into town, right? And that's oh, where yeah. the... So I went to Brookfield, which is, you know, one way, and then um, switched to... CEC, which only a couple students will go from Brofield to CEC. Okay. And in high school, because it's tier one instead of tier two. Sports. What does that mean, tier one? Oh, sports wise. Yeah, sports okay, wise. Okay, okay. So, like, I like basketball, football. I was played volleyball too, but I ended up giving, like, well, I ended up just playing basketball by grade 12. But, okay. You know, so, I switched over to CEC. Um, so, essentially, Truro is where I grew up, but, you know. I don't know. You took the trip into the city a lot? Um, Not when, overly. Like, when did you shop. move to Halifax? Four years ago? Four years no, ago? No, I wouldn't even say that much. Three and a half years ago, I guess. It was like uh, I finished barber school in February of... Oh, man, I got my dates wrong, but like, whatever. Like yeah. three years ago, I guess. So how would you like barber school? Oh, uh, man, barber school was dope. Do they the mix it with time. women too? Is it women and men? Well, or is that different, like hairdressing like school? It's um, style specific, okay. not, not gender specific. So oh, like, yeah. That was, boom, yeah. I know. I know. I always... Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch myself now. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Why do you think I... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. but, you know... Um, it's yeah, barber style haircut, short style haircut, barber style. Haircut. Yeah, so like yeah. you know, I could probably do something like below the ears, like slightly, okay. but like I wouldn't pretend to know how to do long style haircuts. Like I didn't learn that in school. I did straight razor shaves. Like yeah. even in school, it was mostly clipper work, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But it was just one of those things that like I did. I I went to uh, university and didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, dropped out. Thought I was just gonna be working my way up in a business, yeah. and then um, like well. I, c- I cut my buddy's hair, was got all stoked about being a barber, and yeah. then uh, was going to sign up for cosmetology okay. and realized, you know, no, this is not what I want to do. So I took marketing, finished that, moved back to Truro, took rec, and then after that was done, I was like, man, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And it led me to barbering. And, like, I always wanted to barber. Like, I remember being, you know in grade 12 on the basketball team and guys would come in fresh cuts and I'm like, they're talking highly on their barber and they're like, you know, he killed it this time. You know, this is awesome cut. I feel so good. You know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, damn, imagine being in a barbershop all day, just hanging out with your buddies, like people playing chess in the corner and like freaking, you know, that's old style shop. Do you think that that is being lost in today's generation? Um, I don't know. There's like, okay, I'll give you an example. I was at a barbershop maybe four years ago Yeah, and I forget that it was right above Right above Bitter End. Okay. And everyone was on their phones. Mm. And there was a woman there. She got upset. Like, guys, put your phones down. Let's talk. Boom. Yeah. Do you think that's a... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're there to... Communicate. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And like, for me, like, you go to the you go to the bar and you're hanging out with people, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you start having drinks and you get more social, right? Mm-hmm. But with a barbershop, it's like, it's almost the same social aspect without the alcohol. But they did serve alcohol, which was awesome, by the did way. Did they? Oh, but it got nice. shut down. Uh, okay, so this is a long time ago. Long time. Yeah, okay. four years ago, I okay. think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, I uh, that's one thing I like about the podcast is that you just kind of put your phone away for yeah, an hour exactly. and you sit down and yeah, have a and conversation. That, I know. So, I enjoy that. But like, I guess, um, barbering died out for a while because people were, well, barbers were, um, you know, didn't keep up with the education and it kind of switched from being like, you know, you have to get a short style haircut to being like, I can be my own person. And if I want a long haircut, 
I'm going to have long hair, right? It's kind of like the rebellious, like, you know, stick it to the man type thing. Right? That was so an I, issue within barber school? No, 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 not in barber school. Like, I'm talking barber history. Like, oh, okay. So it okay. died out for a while, right? Wow. So it was more like the 70s, 80s. People started growing their hair out. And it was like, instead of being like that military style cut that you're, you know, your father's father would have told him to get, yeah. you know, he was like, no, I'm going to get a long I'm going to get long hair, you know, smoke weed and get long hair. Isn't that interesting how the length of your hair can determine what kind of person you are? Well, there are stereotypes. There is, but I would say that it was definitely way bigger back then. And so, yes, um, I guess some barbers didn't want to switch because they still had that old, old mentality. mentality. So, uh, you know, now it's kind of at the point where, you know, men can or, you know, people with short style haircuts can have, you know, real short or they can grow their hair long. You don't have to go to a barbershop. You don't have to go to a hair salon. Right. So it, I would say that what's being done now is kind of like a hybrid between the two. Yeah. Which, you know, still do the straight razor shaves, keep the traditional cuts alive type thing. And like people still love it. But at the same time, you don't have to get that. And maybe it's whatever the trends are, you know, like so just like. You know, you don't have to have a short style haircut. Mm. You, you can have a long style haircut. It doesn't doesn't matter. So to keep, I don't know, just to keep barbering going, I think people need to keep educating themselves on hairstyling, I guess. Yeah. Because barbering, is, to me, I don't know, everyone has their own opinion. Barbering is like, you know, taking tools and like following steps to get to a certain point. Yeah. But with the way that hairstyling is, they got it down to a science, man. They like, you know, holding your fingers at this angle and like using this product. On Instagram, I'll see people light their hair on fire and then... <laughs> yeah. And then put I don't know about that one though, but yeah. But you know, I, have I've you seen, seen those yeah, videos I've too? seen those videos. Everybody, oh man, I get tagged in those all the time. It's like, oh, do you offer this one? It's like, no, I don't offer that. That's crazy. I don't, won't cut your hair with an axe either, but... They have it down to a science. They got it. Well, even, even like, just like hairstylists and like, I don't know, certain people in like certain aspects of barbering, they got it down to a science and there's, there's books now, you know, like they're, it's, I don't know. It's, there's more than just knowing how to do a side part or knowing how to do a pump, you know, there's, what's the difference between a guy that cuts hair for, you know, an NBA player, he's $200 a haircut to the $25 haircut. What's that difference? Reputation. Like word of mouth, like this guy knows how to fucking yeah, cut hair. Yeah, that's it. Years of practice. Like I've only been cutting hair for four years. So like really when it comes down to it, what do I know about barbering? You know, except for the stuff that I've read or I've learned over the four years that I've been in it. You know? Is it a long learn as you go process? Like in school, um, can they really teach you? Oh or? man, like honestly in school, they teach you that you do know how to cut hair and that you're, I don't know, that you can do it type thing. And then you get yourself all worked up and you think that you're good at it. Yeah. And then kind of... As you work, you mm. realize, you know, shit, I got a lot to learn. Do you find it's important to hold a conversation when you're cutting someone's hair? Or do you find I, it okay to let silence go oh by? Oh, man. I, I don't like the room silence. Some people do. Some people want that super quality with no t- conversation. And some people want conversation and they would give up quality, which I would like to meet, you know. In the middle. Well, yeah, I guess that's a bad way of putting it, I guess. But, like, I would like to give quality cuts and quality conversation. Because, like... There's been moments where um, people have said some crazy shit in my chair, and it's like, like what? Damn. Like what? <sighs> Get some. St- I need some stories. Give me oh, something. Oh man, I you don't. don't have to, you don't have like, to name names. Just no. Like I, I don't know. Like just guy comes in. He's you know. Uh, this is a bad like bad one, I guess, because it's not all about stuff like this either. Like you know, he's like 
questioning his marriage or something and he's talking to me about it and you know i'm giving him like these i'm I'm feeding them what do they call it like just like oh man you know plenty of fish in the sea type shit you're you know? like a like, psychologist i'm not saying that yeah, yeah but like, yeah exactly but like i'm 27 and single and i don't i don't know how to keep it <laughs> i don't know how to keep a relationship going man like fuck so like what am i what am i telling them you know like i'm not a professional at that so he's telling me all this stuff and i'm like you know walking them through or having a conversation but it's just like it's just two people talking you know so and I feel like a lot of people have a lot of respect in their barber because we, they don't, you know, it's, it's hard to trust someone with your hair, right? Cause that's, yeah, you, it's how you're going to look for the next little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a weird bond that you create with these people that you might not hang out with all yeah. the time. So, you know, just you have to under, open yeah. up and let me know some things that sometimes I'm like, damn. And l- luckily no one's told me anything to make like make yeah. me an accomplish in any any you ne- know yeah next week some guy comes in listen man i, I killed someone last <laughs> yeah. week all right not that far yet, i'll get a one on the side though <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn but i feel like, like bartenders have that same issue 100 percent. but man i would imagine well, i don't know a couple of shots going you know tommy nicholson he used to be on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a bartender out in bc okay and he, he said that he was part he was a bartender and part-time psychologist yeah people would just come to him with uh you know they lost a grand last night gambling homeless uh, people well yeah drug and addicts and yeah and just that's it. people and just like, come in and rant yeah well that's it and people got me for a half hour so like i'm listening and there's so. a lot of people that don't you know there's a lot of people that talk in this world and no one really listens yeah so whenever they have an opportunity for someone yeah. to listen they're going to take advantage and of and then it. there's other people that just want to come in and you know hear me talk and it's like you know yeah. i don't know sometimes sometimes i catch myself talking like people feeding me like tr- you know to keep going and keep going what have you been up to what have you been up to and then i'm like oh you know well what have you been up to not much man but how is this and you know and they yeah but you must like that i i do but at the same time i've been trying to stay uh conscious of that and but why why is that a bad thing i don't know i just why is that a bad thing to talk about yourself if someone wants to know i guess yeah as long as they want to know i guess i just got to make sure that I see what you're saying. So you're yeah. trying to you're trying to read the energy with the person to yeah, make sure exactly. that they're comfortable with you talking about yourself. Well, not yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's it's because trust me, I'm when I'm to sitting, like piece it together in my head right now. I, I just mean like we're there, you know, we're there to do more than just cut your hair. You know, we're there to listen. We're mm-hmm. whatever, right? So instead of like, you know, some people might come in. I'm goofing around or like having a having a. A day where I'm like, you know, yeah, just like one-liners or whatever, yeah. and you know, maybe sometimes I just gotta like ease back and see how the person's doing. That's interesting. But, like, but at the same time, you know, people do book with me, so it's like, if you're in my chair, then you're doing something re- right. There's a reason, yeah. Um, but there definitely is moments where I cut people's hair and they come back and they keep coming back, and I'm like, this guy doesn't talk the whole time. He's got an angry look on his face, you know, and like I don't. I don't know what it is about this that he likes. He must like the haircut because, like, I don't yeah. know. But that happens slim to none. If and you offer a good product, you don't have to be friendly, man. I guess. Like, you know, but if you, if like you offer. Stay friendly, I know. You know. Yeah. But in business, if you offer a good product, you don't have to be nice. You don't have to be polite. You don't have yeah. to suck up to anyone. Yeah. It would be nice in, in your 100%. profession. But and, like, I, yeah, I'm not sucking up. But, like, at the same time, you know. I had a question about barbering. Why do some barbers turn you away from the mirror when you're cutting your hair so yeah there's a bunch of different reasons so if you turn someone away from the mirror and you're doing a fade you can use the mirror behind you to look at it so it doubles the distance because when you're standing right beside someone you can only see so much 
right? So when like your eyes to the person's head, that's as far away as you're looking. But um, so you might not see any lines in the haircut. But they do. But no. But if you look in the mirror behind you and use that, that doubles the distance. Okay. And so that's like someone across the street, right? So if you see someone from across the street and you're like, damn, that's not, that's not a blurry fade. And then you see them up close and you're like, oh, I guess it's, you know. Oh, is that why? So that's why is one reason. That's what people say. But then I, I don't know. I like the idea of facing people away from the mirror because then it's not just a one-on-one conversation. It's the whole room's opened up. So like if everyone faces out, then everyone's facing the middle of the room. Oh, so that's another reason why I do it. But like it definitely became a bad habit for me. And I've realized that you should at some points face your person towards the mirror because you can use the mirror to, you know, when you're pulling the hair up and like elevating above the head, you can see it in the mirror. And it also does the same thing as like turning them away and looking at it for fades. So. Yeah, that's what, but like, I've always know. liked to face the mirror when I get my hair cut. Do you? I do. Because then I like to, like, don't, I don't want to offend you because, no. well, not, I won't offend you by saying this, yeah. but. It takes a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> as you go on with a haircut, maybe you could just be, oh, you know what, just a little bit more on the top yeah. until you have to wait till the very end. But I'd rather then, it at the end, man, honestly. Would you? Yes. Okay, well, that's And like, fair. but, uh, I, I don't know. It does, it would, it would be annoying if like someone was like, oh, well. A little shorter on top. I see what you're saying. But okay. like at the same time, um, there's different ways to do every haircut. And sometimes, you know, if someone wants, you know, one at the bottom, you know, that's what everyone would like. You'd come in and say, can I get a one, you know, or a two or a three. But like, do people actually know other than barbers, like what a one, two or three is, you know? So you're, you're cutting someone's hair and they ask for a one on the bottom, but you took it down to like something that's close to a three or a four, right? Which is a longer. Yeah. And then you taper it down to a one and it looks better on their head. But, but they see you going in they're like, Oh, well, uh, can you go a little shorter? And it's like, buddy, I just started. Have you ever had a situation where someone wasn't happy with their haircut and Man, there was nothing th- you could do three weeks into, uh, cutting hair? Yeah. Um, I had this guy come in and he wanted to let me know that he's been a hairstylist for over 25 years. Right. Sits down in my chair. He's got a stupid ass undercut, just like super long on top when that was the thing, you know, the fury look, but like he didn't pull it off. Well, some people do. And so he comes in and he starts telling me how to do the haircut section in here, do this, do that. And I'm like, so I turned him away from the mirror and he kept peeking behind his shoulder. Right. And then he started pointing at stuff and being like, Hey, are you going to fix this? Are you going to fix this? And I was like, dude, I just started this. And by the end of it, my whole ball, I was like, I'm going to like, I thought we were going to square up. I was, I was pissed, man. Like, and obviously I'm not that type of dude at all, but my whole body, like I was like the human torch. I was just like flame on and like pissed (laughs) whole body just through the roof. I was just like, this guy is, Oh man. You should have knocked him out. Fuck it. (laughs) No, I will never (laughs) in the barbershop. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So eventually like him and I just started getting into like, I was, I was, I don't know. I got short with him and I was starting to get irritated. And then finally by the end of it, you know, he stood up and he said, I'm done here. And I was like, wow. Did he pay? He went and paid and I told him not to, I was like, no, don't pay. And then he went left. And then I was like, what the fuck? This is three weeks into working. Like, What time of day was this? For, oh, like, man. This was like near the end of the day. Oh, and fuck. so so the next day he comes in and he talks to my boss at the time. And he, well, he walks into my boss's office and he's like, I need to talk to someone. And he's like, who do you want to talk to? He's like, anybody that will listen. And he's like, okay, we'll sit down. And he's doing payroll too. So he had to change what's on his screen. And he's like, what? And the guy told him, you know, that guy, you know, shouldn't be working here. He's not, he's not a good barber. All this stuff. 
right? And so uh, by the end of it, um, my boss was like, you know what? Listen up, man. He's like, I don't want to tell you how to run your business. That's what the guy said to him. He's like, listen up. You're not going to tell me how to run the business because when you walk out, because you'll be leaving here in a couple seconds, um, you're going to notice a bunch of awards. So obviously I'm doing something right. And Jeremy just started. He's two or three weeks out of barber school. So, you know, he's new to it. He knows what he's doing. What do you want changed? And the thing that the guy wanted changed about the haircut was something that he wouldn't even let me. He just didn't let me do my thing. And that's, you just got to let me do my thing. You tell me what you want. Show me a picture if you want. Make sure that, you know, the picture that you show me is actually what you want or, you know, that you explained it. And some people aren't good at explaining it, but that's what consultation at the beginning of it's all about. You know, we walk through what we're going to do. And it doesn't matter how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to it the way that I would do it, you know? So eventually, you know, he got his, the back of his neck cleaned up and then he left. And then I've never, uh, I saw the guy w like two or three weeks later and he had the exact same haircut that I was on my way to give him. Some, he wanted some <laughs> shitty undercut, you know, well, nothing good about it. And I'm so, happy, yeah. I'm happy you explained that to me then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait like, to the end. I mean, yeah. Well, that's it. Not like, I don't know. Like when they're cutting your hair. If you notice something that maybe you would like shorter or if you don't think that you really explained it, maybe just run it by them. But don't point at something and be like, can we go shorter here? It's like because they if they're not done, they might not be done. You know, whenever I hear whenever I hear about people like you just described, I desperately want to see what their home life and what their parents and are like. And that's it, man, because there was more to it. Like, it's not just like there was nothing I did wrong. And that's what I had to tell myself. Obviously, you get people all the time that like they want something changed, right? And they might have got home and realized something. And it's like, okay, come back. And they come back. But it's the person that, like, doesn't come back and wants yeah. to shoot off about it, you know? But, like, it hasn't happened a lot. You know, I'd probably say, like, less than yeah. a handful, you know? There's not a people, bone. But, like... Yeah. There's not a bone in my body that, that would... If I, if I did get a bad haircut, I would just say, hey, man, do you just mind, like, just doing this really quickly? Yeah. Like it's, I w if someone did give me a bad haircut, I would never say, man, this is a bad haircut. I would just walk out and yeah, be like, hey, thank you for your time. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you next time. And but then like, just go to another person. I don't know. And, yeah, that's it. But like, why? I go back to the same person. If you feel like something's not done right, message that person. Give them a second chance, you know? Really? I would say, man. Okay. I, I, well, I don't know. Because you're not going to learn. If you let someone go, if, if if you let a client go and they're not happy with the haircut and they never let you know, yeah. then you're going to think you did it fine, right? Yeah. And you're not going to learn that way. And I feel like a lot of people need to learn, you know? Like, That's an interesting perspective that you have that if you give someone a second chance, then they'll be able to learn. Because if you don't give them the second chance, in, they're not going to learn some, anything. In, in hairstyle. In, in hair. In, yeah, in well, yeah. haircut. But it, yeah. Sometimes people don't deserve a second chance. Sometimes. <laughs> that guy that you cut, I don't think so. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it was one of those things. And like, I guess, um, I have a client that opened up a new restaurant in Halifax and, What's it called? um, well, it's the exchange plug away. Oh, the, the exchange. Yeah. The Haunt Hollis. Yeah. The exchange on Hollis. So, uh, yeah. Um, and everyone I talked to love that loves the restaurant. Right. And so he's sitting in my chair and we're talking and, uh, so we were kind of going on about, you know, people that review in person and people that review online. And so he says, you know, day in, day out, there's plenty of people that come up and they're like, I love this place. It looks great. You know, um, food was amazing. Bartender was amazing. You know, all this stuff. Right. But uh, the people that are giving five star reviews in person aren't going online and giving a five star review. You know what I mean? Some most people. And so when you have someone that doesn't like something, 
so most of the time they're not going to come up to you and say, hey, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. They'll just go straight to the Internet. What would you rather? And that's in well, per- in I person? just fe- well, 100 percent. You're yeah. not going to learn and you're not going to be able to fix it. You know, like yeah. what do you think you're going to get from writing a one star review on? Yelp? Nothing. Nothing. You're just gonna look like a freaking. Well, most people are pussies and don't want to yeah, say anything to their face. And yeah, I, 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 like I have an that. Idiot. Yeah. I'd have that problem too. It would, it's an uncomfortable feeling, especially when there's other people sitting in the barber shop. Yeah. You don't want to make that person and, feel and that, bad. And that's You'd, fair. And if you do want to leave, that's fine. And but I don't know, man. Everyone's got Instagram. Everyone's got a true. number to the barber shop. Just give a call. Like, yeah, call. I like the and call. You can, you can fix. You can. It's easily fixed, you know, most of the time, you know, and like what seems like a big problem can, you know, might not be. What's the key to longevity in a barbershop? Is it just consistency of the people cutting hair? Yeah. Is it the customer service? Is it the pricing? Is it? I I would say it's the customer service and. uh, Lower the mic just a little bit. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, Customer service, definitely a big thing. Quality of the haircut too. Um, Educating yourself on like new trends and also understanding that you're not the best, you know, that you aren't given the best haircut in Halifax or wherever you're from, you know, you're not that person. You're never going to be, yeah. you know, because some people, you know, what, what is the best haircut? They might have the most quality or the blurriest fade or like the, you know, the freshest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter though. Some people want that conversation, you know, some yeah. people want that. So how, how do you justify, you know, being, the best yeah exactly so i would say that and i also think that like pricing is a big thing too that i think um there's a lot of people trying to undercut what's being done and i don't know quality isn't always the cost you know just because you're going to pay more doesn't mean that you're going to get a quality cut but i also feel like there's a lot of people that claim you know i'm a week i'm a booked i'm booked a week in advance but like there's you know the the supply and demand you know if you're in more in demand then why wouldn't you raise your price by two bucks and yeah. then see where you're at then, yeah. you know, instead of being that barber, that's two weeks booked in advance. Like, congratulations, your books all next month. Yeah. Well, you know, even if I am booked for a week, it's like I'm staying at the shop later because I have buddies messaging me and they're like, Hey man, I see that you're booked. I need a haircut, which I'm not saying everyone should be doing that. Don't message me, but <laughs> <laughs> some people got that, you know, some people got something to do. Some people got weddings and stuff like that. So like, I'll sneak people in, you know? So it's like, even if my books are fully booked, there's probably ways to figure it out, you know? But not the day before, you know? Things like that. It's like... like, a wedding. Yeah. And you're able to make room for someone. That goes a long way in someone's... 100%. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, just, well, just even having like a full group, uh, like grooms parties and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That must be fun to cut hair in a grooms party. super fun. Yeah. No one's pissed off. No, exactly. And everybody's in. Usually, like, it's not like in a it's usually like come in a little bit earlier, get it done so they can get out and go to the wedding and stuff. So yeah. it, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time guys, you know, get rowdy a little bit and yeah. try to get you to drink with them. But obviously I'm not going to, you know, I <laughs> just like, well, cut hair drunk. Yeah. I'm sure. That goes over well. Well, you know, Speaking of speaking of hair, let's see. Have you is the is the leopard still there? Yeah, still got the leopard. Still got the leopard. That's what I like about you, man. You don't you don't follow the trends. You don't <laughs> yeah. care. You just go ahead and yeah, do it. Trying. You just go just ahead. Do, and yeah. I need a little bit more of that. Just the you yeah, I don't give a fuck. Oh man, yeah. I saw, I saw uh, a while ago. I forget who put up a video, but it was of you, and I didn't even rec. I was like, man, is that of me? Say? Yeah, because you shaved the head. I was who gonna put say, that up. I don't know. A while ago, so. Uh, I don't even know, man. I feel, I feel like I saw a video. Like when you shaved your head, I saw a video and I was like, that wasn't, that wasn't uh, Justin. 
And then and then I was like, no, it was, but he buzzed his head. No, I just want. I just, I'm, I'm eventually gonna work towards the friggin' just completely bald. I like, love the buzz cut, man. Yeah, it's so nice, it's clean. Like, you hop yeah. out of the shower, just Done. one swoop of the towel, <laughs> and then you're you're good yeah, to go. You feel yeah. fresh. I think. Uh, well, I was trying to grow my hair long, and then I was sick for a week, and just like, <laughs> what just does that like, have to do well, with no, that? just the idea of feeling like shit, and then also not doing my hair and feeling like even more shit. I was like, I can't do this long hair thing. Here's the thing you about know, the long hair. Do you know hair. what I mean, though? Yeah. Here's the thing about the long hair. I've done it, and it. you see other guys, and you're like, wow, yeah, that looks pretty good. Like, some guys can do it. Some guys can't do it. And then you do it, and then you realize the maintenance of it. You oh, realize the, yeah. uh, the, ha- the the dedication you, you, that you have to have where it looks awkward for uh, yeah. a good eight months. I know. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Some guys, you know, it looks good. Like a long, off, yeah. long set of hair. It looks oh, great. 100%. And, and then I, other wish, guys. I wish I had the commitment to just leaving it alone and let it grow. Because yeah. I wanted to go below the ears and like, oh, that's no, long. couldn't do it. Couldn't like, do it? Yeah, I couldn't do it. So buzzed it down to like a three, got the cheetah print. And I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think I'll grow it back out again, man. For a while at least. Like yeah. I'll be rocking the, the buzz cut. Like, yeah. uh, might keep dying my hair though. I don't really think about like, like I'll think about what kind of haircut I want the moment I get to the barber. Like, really? I'm always surprised. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. he'll, I'll sit down in the chair and he'll go, what do you want? And yeah. then it, I, I'm always surprised by the question. I'm like, Fuck. I forget every time. So I'll sit there and I'll just be you know, I'll look to my left. I'll see that guy. Yeah. Whatever that guy's got <laughs> yeah. going on. Just give me that right there. Uh, yeah. I don't really Difficult care. Difficult one. Just, yeah. No, I'm just, yeah. I like to spice it up. Keep it, keep it yeah, fresh. I guess. It. I don't know. I, I just like. I'll see something that sparks my interest and I'm like, all right, let's do it. Like want to do something different. So maybe I'll start paying more attention to it. Maybe Get leopard print leopard print. Yeah. I'm sure. That'll go over well with <laughs> yeah. mom and dad there. They'll fucking love to come home for Christmas dinner. Oh, leopard print. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas? Any plans? Are you staying uh, in the city? Yeah. I think this year, like my, um, I got a younger brother and older sister and Shout out. my, uh, younger brother might not be home for Christmas okay. and my sister's spending it with, she's married now. And so she's spending it with her, uh, well, her other side of the family now, um, <laughs> in Fredericton. And so How does the family feel about that. Oh, it's the first year that like all of us aren't together. So it's going to, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when it happens, but we will get together. Like it doesn't really matter. Like if it's on Christmas day, that okay. doesn't matter to me. It's just like the fact that. My family does all get together because it's, yeah. it's awesome when we do. You know, I don't realize how much I miss my brother and sister and my family until, yeah. you know. It's funny how you get older. You start to miss little things yeah, in life like family. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, the best part of life is family. Stop bugging man. my sister when, you know, we're hanging out because I'm like, man, we barely get any time together, you know. Yeah. Stop razzing her. Just like, yeah. let her say her dumb comments. I love Christmas, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Christmas is my I'm in my element. My birthday is December fifth. Okay. So then twenty days later you got Christmas. Cool. Yeah. And just do love the weather. Like, What's uh, that? Do you ever feel like you like your your birthday gifts were like less because Christmas is coming? No. <laughs> I was always well I don't want to sound like a spoiled <laughs> no, kid. No, here. no, no, I know. I, and I felt like a spoiled kid asking that question. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, my uh Man, my gifts were the same every year. It was a, it was a oh, hockey yeah. stick, okay, or like yeah. a new set of some something hockey. A pair of shoes was what mine was. Like and every then time, like when you get older, you know, you struggle with rent, and yeah. then it's just give me some rent money. Oh, and then, yeah, fair. And that's pretty much yeah. what it is until you're on your two feet. Yeah, that's it. It's it's kind of hard now to like. My mom's always like, "What do you want? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your yeah. birthday?" And I'm like, "Nothing. Like nothing at all. Like I just want." everyone to be together and then yeah. like i say it in like a cheesy way but it's the truth i was know? thinking about this the other day like it was saturday what's today monday so saturday yeah 
I was thinking about what would I be doing 19, 20 years old, you know, seven years ago. And I was just thinking, you know, I'd be at the lineup somewhere, freezing my ass off, getting drinks, doing yeah, shots. That's it. And then this Saturday night, I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm at the gym in the sauna, stretching yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah, man. And coming home and watching hockey, drinking water. Like, What do you call it? Last week, I think it was last week or the week before, I said... Uh, I was like, oh, man, I can't believe that I used to be able to. And then I was like, oh, and I meant like go out and drink on a Thursday night and go back to work on Friday or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I stopped myself mid-sentence. I was like, fuck. Is this like the sign of slowly, well, not getting old. I'm not anywhere close to being old, but like being, I don't know. You're 27, man. You're a kid still, I think. And and that's the thing. I know. I turned 27 too on the 5th. Yeah. But in grand scheme of things, man, you're a kid. Yeah, that's it. I know. But it's just living funny to 109. You, so what's that? I'm living to 109. So yeah, there you go. Goals. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that number from? Well, it's like year 2100. 2100. I fell asleep year 2000, so I want to make it to 2100. Is that a song? No. That could be. It sounded like <laughs> a song. Damn. All right. I'll start writing. Have you ever been to a bathhouse? Um, no. Have you ever been to Budapest? No. I want to go. I don't know if there is any in Halifax. So like, have you ever been to like a salt house? No. It's like a room just full of salt, and you sit in it, and it's like apparently it clears your pores, clears your throat. Crazy! It's apparently so rejuvenating it's like a for the human Epsom body. salt bath. Yes, like yes, dry sauna style. One time I was in Budapest. I'd love to do that. That would sound awesome. Oh yeah, well that's like, oh, I'm about to tell you the story. So we're in Budapest, and this is like um, shout out to Jordan Coyle. He was with me, and it's it's this it's a bathhouse. So essentially. It's a, a bunch of pools, a bunch of hot tubs, a bunch of saunas, okay. a bunch of cold tubs, and okay. there's like a salt room. Yeah. So you go there, you pay like you five like, euro, and exactly, you just kind of do the roundabout. So you'll damn. go, the sauna is so hot, you can only stay in there for five, maybe five minutes. Yeah. So you get in there, but right outside the sauna, they have ice balls. So you so you just make a, a snowball. So you okay. just take a bunch of snow, you take it in the sauna, yeah. you just rub it on your chest and you stay in there as long as you can. It's like a fight. It's like a boxing match. Yeah, okay. Some people say you go in there and you just okay. last as long as you can. Yeah. Come out and right outside the sauna, it's a cold tub. So okay. you jump right into the cold tub and it shocks your system. Yeah. And then you're there, you go back out into the, the you know, the hot tub or the cold tub and then you go in the salt room and it's by the end of it, you just look like a prune. You're it's just like, all prot. What is it called? Soggy. Um, well, pruny. Pruny. You're all yeah. pruny. What do you call it? Uh, What's his name? Uh, uh, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. I'm not even pruny yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then every by the time you're done with the whole day, your body is just like drained of any shit that was in it. You yeah. just sweated everything out. Man, I can only imagine because like a, just a sauna alone or like a hot yoga class, man. Yeah. <sighs> the saunas at the gym here though are a little, they're a little small and they're yeah, packed and they're, yeah. not, they're not the most no hygienic, I guess. Yeah. But... but Anyways, it, I was just, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, man. It's funny how when you just get older, you, your perspective changes on things. Yeah, and you start, like, planning stuff like that instead of planning. Yeah. Going drinking with your buddies. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I still have to drink with my buddies. Oh, but you just know, and, and for sure, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So how many days? You're 100 days sober? Tomorrow, yeah. Congratulations. So, thanks. But 100 days I gotta sober. say, I had two sips. One was in the Atlantic Fashion Week video to try the drink. And then also, <laughs> I had two beer in the fridge that a client gave me. A while ago, and I was like, once I'm done, I'm going to have a sip of these beer. And then last Friday, I think it no, must have been two weeks ago, but uh, uh, Joel was like, do we have any beer in the fridge? And I was like, yeah, there's two beer. And I was like, damn, those are going to be, you know, my reward beers, but I don't really care because I, I plan on going more than 100. I'm going to wow. keep, yeah, I'm going to keep going. I, I just feel better. You know, bills are paid. Like, just like, 
I don't know, doing stuff like this, like just like as I'm drinking whiskey in front of you, you're making me feel like shit. No, man. Yeah, I know. I'm that's joking. it. I know. But like it was becoming, I don't know. It was becoming a problem. Not, not like a problem, a problem, but like it definitely like, you know, I would be hung over my days off and wake up in the morning, hung over and feel like, you know, do I have anything to do today? And I'll be like, no, not really. So like lately I've been like, you know, going to bed at a good time, you know, waking up and getting breakfast into me and like, just like little things like that. Like, so what do you do before. to replace that high of drinking? Um, I don't know. Like, well with me, I'm a social person. I do it all day. I talk to people. So like, I don't feel like I need the, some people need a little drink to take that edge off. And like, I feel, well, yeah, but I don't feel like you actually need a drink to take the edge off. I feel like mm. you're enjoying a sip and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, there's some people that have like social anxiety or stuff like that where they have one or two beer and then it takes their mind off of being around a bunch of people, you know? So with me, I was getting that when I stopped drinking and was like, I'm not drinking this weekend. I'm not yeah. drink. Yeah. I'm not drinking this weekend, but I'm going to go out still because I was like, I'm not changing my lifestyle. I'm just going to change the amount of alcohol I drink. So I'd go out and, um, drink club sodas instead okay. and like club soda with a little bit of grapefruit juice. That's, my saving grace right now, man. It's like it's like a mock gin soda. Have Have you ever had sparkling uh, lime water? Yeah, like I, I I'm love addicted all to this the stuff. man Perrier. Yeah, I there's no sugar. There's no I sugar. Know. I got a soda stream, and I'm trying to use that more. But like, I'm crushing through cans and bottles, and I I feel bad. I, I know, feel bad because it's like I know that we can recycle it, but still, that's fuck. Sodium's just salt, right? Yeah. 30 milligrams of salt. That's oh, man, not a that's, lot. No, but that's more than most club sodas. The, so, yeah, 30 yeah. mg milligrams. Huh. Yeah, but like... Uh, I love these things, yeah, man. man. Oh. Peach Perrier. Is it, I've never had Peach <sighs> Perrier. Buddy, I just had it like a week ago. It's Is it good? My favorite one, I think. Oh, my God, it's good. Yeah, but like just having a drink in my hand um, instead of being at a bar drinking beer. I, I drink too quick. That's my problem. If I got water, if I got a glass of water, it's usually like down the hatch done right just mm -hmm. with that so like a beer i'm usually at a table with a bunch of people and i'm done my beer looking around and everyone's just like a third of the way in yeah. right so i felt like i needed to well i just you know need to slow down so i just now when i go out it takes the thought of not drinking away when i have a drink in my hand it's kind of like when smokers say that like they're trying to quit smoking yeah and they ha put like you know just having something in their hand fiddling yeah. around or like you know just like those e-cigarettes and stuff like that i know yeah. they're not much better but like still it's like the same idea it's uh but i don't know for october i did sober october and like i occasionally smoke weed you know and i was smoking weed and now that we can well, i don't know it's, it's funny it's, how you say that and like you sound guilty but it's legal it's I like no you know, well fine. that's the thing I, it's, it's like the same thing as smoke, the biggest, I smoke a biggest moment about weed being legalized for me was walking on the argyle street and seeing the smoker area like right there it's like Right by Neptune's Theater. So and like joint before the movie. Yeah. Or like, uh, just like there was three groups of people in a circle smoking a joint. And I was like, wow, like this is the world we're living in now where you can just like feel open about smoking weed, which is a great thing. Have and you then, ever, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, and also I had a conversation with my mom about weed and how I feel like, you know, some people smoke weed uh, as their, like, you know, as their vice. And then other, people have, a, other people have a beer and yeah. some people have different opinions than that. But like, I think we're coming to that co like consensus that like, 
it's oh, yeah. it's not much different. Well, I you think alcohol is a lot worse than marijuana. And man. I think that a too, man. I think it's like I would like to know the studies on uh, lung capacity for like alcohol because like I go out on a Saturday, like back back in the day, if I go out on a Saturday and get polluted drunk, and then wake up on Monday and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna be a bag of shit today. I'm gonna get up and go for a run. And I go for a run. I'm like winded, like five minutes into the run. Yeah. But if I smoke a bunch of weed till I pass out on Saturday night, I'm getting up Monday or even Fine. Sunday, and I'm going for a jog. And you know, I might feel a little groggy, and I, or I'm, my stomach might hurt because I ate fucking a oh. full box of cereal. But like, I'll give you the best <laughs> example, man. When I was living in British Columbia, I lived right across from a gym, and obviously, yeah. British Columbia and weed goes yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, and, and that's so it. right next to the gym was a, a dispensary. And back, I don't really smoke weed anymore, but when I lived there, I did. I'd go buy like an eight pack of pre-rolled joints. Yeah. And I'd smoke like four or five puffs of the joint. Yeah. Put the joint back in the pack. Yeah. And then go have one of the best workouts I've ever had. I'd go on the treadmill yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's it. Just I run and just probably burn like four pounds on the treadmill and then go lift weights for 45 minutes. All because... I was high. Like yeah, I, I loved, it. I loved being high and lifting weights. I felt like Man, and I could feel my muscles. I could feel the the tension of the the weights on my muscles so much yeah, more. Yeah, you think about it and think about your breathing and stuff like that more. Or even like smoking and going to like you know some kind of fitness class or something like that. Like, I have feel, you ever gone to yoga high? Uh, yeah, usually, I was talking to usually, but like, there's sometimes where I haven't, and like, I don't know. I like, I like both. You know, I don't have to be high to go to yoga class, but yeah. like at the same time, sometimes. Um, as long as you can handle the, like, I don't know. Sometimes you get a little paranoid. Well, that was my certain types of it. weed, right? That's why I stopped. Yeah. But like, I find that Intica's like, I, not all Intica's obviously, but like, that's the one I stick with because sativas make me think too much and I overthink things. So Indica's are what you Indica do. Indica is what I stick to. Do you get, and do you get like, paranoid? I don't get paranoid usually if I'm smoking, you know, but like lately I haven't even been smoking as much as I used to. And so I'll have a couple puffs and even if the joint's still going around, you know, I'll be like, no, I'm good. And that's the main thing about this whole taking time off of alcohol is to get myself into a position where I'm happy financially, like with my bills paid and kind of sitting pretty, I guess. And that's a huge thing too. Um, but you know, with the weed, it's just like, you know, it's awareness. It's like how I'm feeling and how this has made me feel because you ever like, just for an example, you go out for drinks with your buddy and you have two beer at a craft beer bar and then you're like whoa on a tuesday or something like that and you're like whoa i'm drunk you know you don't expect it but no. then on a saturday you're all amped up all day to go drinking and you and your buddies get two pitchers and you still don't feel drunk you know what i mean it's like it's all about the awareness and um to the situation i guess and how do, do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what, what you're saying. Yeah. And with that awareness, uh, I know people make fun of it, but mix in a water. I've taken that to heart. Yeah, and I've man. become a master so, at it. Yeah. At the bars. And that's uh, when I do start drinking, I'm going to start having a couple beer and then mix. I'll probably get back into club soda, you know, just like just have a club soda every two beer or something like oh, that. Or like great. even just like a point in the night when I'm like, oh, I might try to wind it down now instead of. But it's like the after parties. That's. Like, I don't know. I felt like for a while it was like I was getting pulled into a lifestyle that, like, I don't need to be a part of. Or, like, and because I kind of blame the way I look or made myself look with all the tattoos and stuff like that. People think that I'm, like, some kind of rock star, like, stay up all night partying. Yeah. And it's like, I can't do that with my job. I can't be 40% Jeremy on a Tuesday because I was drinking, like, crazy on Saturday night and still hung over. Mm. You know? I need to be 100% me all the time because that's when people are you know happiest yeah. with 
whatever my service right yeah so instead of just being like 110% me on Saturday night I want to be you know at least 85% every day you know telling you man they're at the at the age that we're becoming there's no better feeling than waking up saturday morning or sunday morning I know. at 8 a.m and just and feeling great yeah or like getting up and doing something or even the nights where you're like oh man i'm tired and then you're like holy shit it's saturday night yeah i'm just laying on the couch watching a movie me and, and Safaris were having this conversation the other day we're saying like if you do want to drink on the weekend drink on friday so saturday yeah you'll be hung over but yeah. then saturday you'll be able to sleep and feel great on sunday see Saturday is my Friday because oh, I get Sunday it? Monday off. Okay. And I would I would honestly I love having Sunday Monday off cuz there's something there's something extra relaxing about laying in bed on a Monday knowing everybody else and is knowing at work. the world's back to work. Yeah. I agree. And like it gets rid of the Sunday scaries yeah. because if you have Monday off, you don't get the Sunday scaries. You don't like even if you even Isn't if Isn't that fucking funny? How <laughs> oh, that's a thing. It's a thing, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. It's only Monday. But you don't Tuesday get it. Scaries. Nope. <laughs> no. Only Monday. I don't even get it on a Monday. Like if, if even if I did, you know, do something stupid on Saturday, it's like I don't get it on Mondays. I just like I'm more relaxed. Like <laughs> if you're stressed out, take wanna, Sunday Mondays off. <laughs> that's Jeremy's. <laughs> that's a good. It's a good method, man. If, if it makes you happy. You yeah, go man. For it. I love it. What I do for my Sunday off. scaries, I joined a hockey league and we'll play at like 10 o'clock at and night that, on man, Sunday. Like work so out, just, man. Yeah, That's so you don't it. even yeah, think about it. So you up. go back home yeah, Monday, exactly. you just pass out. Yeah, man. And um, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, we were smoking weed. Have you ever tried like edibles? I want to try to get into yeah. edibles before working out because I don't like smoking. I, I told you with the paranoid, uh, but I'd like I don't to know try maybe an, an edible before, before well, out. For me, it makes me feel heavy, my whole body heavy. Does it? Yeah. So if I eat too much... Um, then, and it also, like I saw, I saw a meme today and it was like, one taught me to be patient. One taught me, ah, uh, fuck, I forget what it is, but essentially it was saying you got to be patient when you t- eat an edible. Okay. So if you eat a cookie and you're like, oh, I'm not feeling anything for 45 minutes, it could hit you like an hour and a half, you know? So really? it could be just like, damn, I'm high. And like, I don't know, personally, I like to just smoke, smoke. but like smoke small amounts or yeah. like smoke a joint with a couple buddies and chill out. I just like, or... You know, if I'm going to do something, maybe have a couple of puffs and go do it. But like, I don't know. I'm not huge on edibles now. And some people disagree with me. And I understand the whole no smoking thing. But yeah, yeah I don't know about edibles before working out. Okay. Because like I used to, I used to, well, today's the first day that I went to the gym in a really long time. Oh, I'm yeah. Try to get back on that train a get little back, bit. Man, the more and you like, go to the gym, the easier it gets. And that's so and that's much fun. It. And like, um, I feel like once you get a routine going you're good to go right but like so today was the first day but like when i used to go work out i would be like i'd smoke a joint and then take a little pre-workout because i found that being around a lot of people after smoking a joint i'd be kind of aware of it but with the pre-workout like just a tiny little bit that it would get rid of that anxiousness of people being around me because all i wanted to do was work out yeah and so like i don't know like I love doing that. That was a great feeling. It was good. Oh, man. It's so, a great feeling. But I don't know about edibles. There was one time where I ate, uh, I don't know, I think like a brownie or something like that. And I was laying on the couch. And this was when I had a roommate. Uh, my Jeff? Roo- uh, no, Dale. Okay. Um, shout out to Dale. Yeah, shout out to Dale Mitchell. <laughs> uh, so uh, he came home and he's like, hey, me and my buddy are going uh, rock climbing. Do you want to come? And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I don't feel it yet. But I'm probably going to. I'm going to have to turn it down. And then he was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I was like, fuck. 
I want I did want to go, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And I went and oh my fuck, man. Don't recommend rock climbing <laughs> after you eat edibles. I felt like a rock. Like, <laughs> like there's no way I'm getting up. These guys are like freaking monkeys climbing the wall and like they're doing like crazy ones like where it's like on the uh decline away from the wall or whatever. Yeah. And so they're cl- just going to the top and then I'm on these like it's supposed to be easier ones and I'm like three steps or like just like two legs on, on the thing, two hands on the thing, trying to make it to the next one. And I couldn't do it. And like, <laughs> I know it was definitely the edible that was holding me All back. Right, so no edibles and working. <laughs> I, I know. That's, yeah. You might get someone else on this podcast. It's like, you know what? Screw what Jeremy said. <laughs> I ate an edible before. And <laughs> that scrawny asshole is telling you not to do uh, that. That's funny. <laughs> He's just jacked, you know, but no, like to that, to like <laughs> back to Vancouver, man, I still haven't had, a better workout since back in Vancouver yeah. all because I was high. Yeah. And I just don't want to get high anymore yeah. because I just yeah. get, it's not that I get par- paranoid. I just, I find myself not being productive as I want to be. I'm, just, okay. I'm not, I'm not one of those productive high people. I'll have a great no. workout. Yeah. And if you want to call that being productive, yeah. but work wise, like I couldn't do this podcast high. No, I couldn't sit here and have and a conversation. Yeah, with, that's it. Like with all you. day today, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to smoke at all. You know, like make sure that I'm, yeah. you know, good to go. Cause I, I don't, I didn't want to be like, kind of like, Drowned out, like yeah. Well, it's know, fair. Which burnt out, but or that's whatever. What especially if you do a bunch of, do a bunch of stuff like go get chores done and like you know go to the gym and stuff like that. By the end of the day, you're fucking you're spent, yeah. right? Yeah. So it hits you even harder when you're smoking. But you know, who's to say I might not meet up with a couple buddies later and hang out, smoke. It's gonna be in, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how, um, you know, the general population as a whole becomes due yeah. to the fact that marijuana is legal. It's going to be an interesting time. Yeah, I know. And like more people trying it, I guess. Yeah, more like, people experimenting. Yeah. I, I know, know. I know a lot of people that have wanted I'm to try it, but just didn't know where to get it. Like and our parents' it, age. Man. And like, I don't know. I think a lot of people have their own opinions of it, but I don't know. I think legalization, like legalization was the way they did it was all right. I think the smoking areas are kind of ridiculous. And I don't know how you're going to hold that accountable in different areas outside of the city you know if if that's even a thing it's absolutely like, ridiculous yeah could you imagine is. implementing that back in the 60s yeah. or 70s oh no you can't there'd but, be a civil war yeah like, exactly but you ever watch the movie uh fuck um the union no okay the union i watched that a while ago it's a biography about weed and like how it should be legalized or whatever and all this stuff and they kind of go into the whole um, idea of the gateway drug type thing and that um, it made a lot of sense to me that the way I kind of saw it was it was a gateway drug when it was sold by someone on the corner because that guy is just trying to make money right so if you go there to get some weed and he has something else maybe mushrooms whatever he's gonna say hey I also got these and then let's say you go to the liquor store now and you're asking for weed they're not going to go, hey, I got a couple of hits of acid. Do you want to do that too? Or do you want to buy that? And yeah. it's like, no. So that was the gateway right there. It's just the people that were selling it could, you know, it was, Yeah. I don't know. So I kind of like the idea of it, but I don't know about the whole liquor store getting it. And then, I don't know. It's like keeping those, like, it's an dispensaries going too. It's like all cash. Is think? it all cash? You it can't what, be dead. At, No, you can at the liquor store now, but it was all cash at the... At the, the dispensaries. Drug. Really? And I'm wondering, you know. Yeah. It's going to be. I'm, I'm wondering what was going on with all the cash. I'm right? curious so to see like, what they do with all the money. I w- yeah, exactly. Like what? And where? Like, who's going to get this money? Where's the money going to go? It seemed to be a good thing down in the States to those. 
Colorado. Colorado, like it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah, a great man. Plant. All the extra money, like why wouldn't it be taxed? You know, and like the prices that they set, everyone was like, "Oh, the prices are gonna go up," and it's like they didn't. They're seven to fifteen bucks. Yeah. You know, same as everywhere else. I, I don't know. They, I hope they fix the roads. I felt I feel like Maybe. one of these people, but the roads here are garbage. It would be awesome to see if they could put. Do you have a car? I don't have a car. I need to do I, I I got a I got a scooter next summer though. Oh yeah, eighty eighty five Honda Elite two fifty. Yeah, love it. <laughs> nice scooter. Yeah, that's it. My parents, my parents were gonna get rid of it, and they're like, "Hey, before we sell this, you know, we'll give you a good deal on it if you want it." And before I was being too cool of a guy to be like <laughs> whipping around on a scooter, and then now when they asked me, I was like, "Hell yeah, I'd whip around a scooter for sure." Do you want to hear a fact about a car? What's that? You ninety five percent of a time, ninety five percent of the time, a car is parked. So you only Crazy. use that car five wow. percent of the time you own it. Fun facts. I was listening. To, I was working the other day at an event at the convention center, and I was listening to the guest speaker, and he was talking about car investments and things like that. And yeah. he's saying that buying a car is a thing of the past. It's all going to be Uber. It's all going to be uh, rental yeah. cars. It's yeah. all gonna, no one's ever really going to own a car because it's such a waste of money. Yeah. Put gas into it. Insurance. Halifax needs Uber. Halifax needs something. Oh man, the cabs something i had a great cab today i should there we go started with a five-star review guy was awesome he yeah. talked the whole time and like it wasn't like he was trying to keep conversation going he was actually a genuine dude like i forget what his name was i wish i could shout him out he was dope <laughs> he was probably the best cab driver i ever had and was like, he yeah man today and then you get some good cabs here there's some shitty ones there's but some real shitty ones some and then, real yeah. shitty ones yeah let's unload some one stars <laughs> real <laughs> shitty ones. yeah no but there was a good one today and actually two good ones today i took two cabs which sucks rolling in the dough eh? <laughs> no, you're not man. drinking anymore but you're cabbing everywhere <laughs> no man i'm paying bills but you know <laughs> yeah i don't have a car you know most of the time i can just whip around on two feet in a heartbeat or grab a skateboard or my bike but like Sometimes, you know, you're in a crunch for time. You got to grab a cab. And, like, I won't cab any other day this week. So, you know. But I'll probably have to cab home from here. So. I was like, I could drive you, but I've been Shit. drinking, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. That's the only reason why I had a couple. You saw me come in in a cab. You're like, fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. I've been waiting to have this drink. I didn't drink all weekend. Nice, I was, I was nice. waiting for this podcast yeah. to have a drink. Yeah, man. I was waiting Man, for I can't it. wait for, like, honestly, and I, and some people are like, oh, that's not a good thing if you're, like, taking time away. It's like, I'm not going to go into a bender when I have a drink, no. but I I want an old-fashioned. I want to go to a fancy yes. place, get dressed up, you know, Nothing wrong feel with good about vice. myself, go, go out with some friends, get myself an old-fashioned, go home by, you know... 10 30 and <laughs> <laughs> it's a balance take a, take a melatonin and go to sleep life is a balance <laughs> yeah. like you know, just don't life drink some days yeah drink that's it days. i know i feel i feel like i'm balancing out my summer right Always. now that's why i'm taking the time away and then it's a different mind state too man like that's that's the thing is like i i feel pretty confident in where i'm gonna be in the future because the mind state that i'm in right now it's like you, you kind of have to put yourself in those weird situations and do dumb things just to like understand you know what you really want or like you know and like lately i've been like i don't know for a while i like to keep if, if i had projects in the works like this whole whatever like uh like i i, I want to keep it to myself because i'm that type of guy that's like i don't want to talk about it until it's done yeah. you know and but lately it's kind of like one of those put it out there like put it obviously out there. there's some things that i wouldn't tell like you know someday i want a dog i wouldn't tell you what my dog's name is going to be but i know it what? Why, why wouldn't you tell me? Because once if I put it out there, and then even if you even if you don't steal that name, I'm not saying you would, but like 
somehow it's out there that yeah. someday you're walking down the street and you see a dog and you're like, damn, that's the exact dog I want. Oh, you got a cute dog. And they say the name and you're like, Rupert. <laughs> yeah. Is it Rupert? <laughs> it's not Rupert. Yeah. All right. No, we ain't getting it. We're not getting into I don't this. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what I want to name my dog, Rupert. I don't care. I'll like, put it same out with there. same with like, you know, someday I want to own my own barbershop. And like, I think that was one of the big things about starting at Oddfellows is like sitting down and being able to talk to Joel about, hey, someday I want my own shop. And he's like, of course you do. You're a barber. Everybody wants their own shop. Yeah. Because like, you know, some days, you know, there's a song on that I might not love, but I put up with it for one song or two songs or an album because you have to accommodate for everybody else in the room, right? But then when you have your own shop, you you set the guideline for everything, right? And like, I don't know. I've always wanted to do that, but I have a lot of traveling beforehand because up until I got into barbering, I never took an airplane. So I didn't travel much, man. Wow. My first flight was to Toronto and it was three years ago. No way. Yeah, and now I'm just trying to like... Did, how did you like your flight? Were you scared at all? Uh, I was I was on it with my old boss, Merrick, uh, and uh, I looked at him and I was like, so how fast does this go? And I swear, as I said that, it hit like the acceleration and he goes faster than my Jeep and it just went right in the air and I was just like, holy shit. That's I, the best I, part of the flight. Yeah. I like to take off. A lot of people don't like to take off. I like to take off. It reminds me of like a exhibition ride or something like that, but it's I like hate the landing. I hate the landing. Really? Yeah. The landing reminds me of you driving with your friends in the wintertime when you're younger and you know, uh, you hit a patch of ice in the wintertime and they like, they, they slam on the brakes. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, no, no. Put it in neutral and ride it out, you know? Yeah. But so like every time I'm landing, I want to yell it to the pilot, you know, ride it out, ride it out. Don't, don't <laughs> hit the brakes as hard, you know? Cause like, I'm worried that we're like, it feels the same way as a car hitting a patch of ice. That's what reminds me of every time. That's interesting. But that that's I don't, your... I don't mind flights. I don't mind them, but. No, I love a flight. Yeah. I know you're not drinking right now, but having a beer on a flight, there's something about it. Yeah, I know. You feel like a boss. Oh, man. And that first, oh, no, I guess it was the second flight. Yeah. It was he had a beer. Cor Corey Merrick and I, oh, man, we yeah, had we, four each from oh, here to yeah. Toronto. And the guy was like, the guy was stoked to bring us beer. He was he like, tipping him well. Oh, man. I don't even know if we were. Like, I think, I think, I think it was on Mark's credit card. So he was just like, boys, drink what you want. <laughs> so maybe Mark tipped him well. He probably did. He's a good dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was like, we we crushed a case, a case of beer between the three of us from here to Toronto. Loved it. So when you, when you landed, then what did you do? Um, Continued? I don't know. Continued to drink. I think we were just going up there for fun. We were well, going, well, for Toronto's fun. Toronto's a fun and, city. Yeah, that's it. Fun and there was like one day of events that we had to like, but it wasn't like we were cutting or anything like that. It was just kind of like we were there to help out people that were cutting. Okay. So, yeah, but it was fun. All right, well, coming up on an hour ten here. Boom. What what are you doing the rest of the night? Um, going to get groceries. Going to go home, chill out, what back to work do, tomorrow. What are you for dinner? Um, maybe like some kind of pasta. Yeah, so I'm Thinking having uh, pasta. Alfredo. Maybe like that. ground pork, yeah. you know, and get some of that. I might I might prep some meals for the week. I'm gonna try to start doing that. Smart man. Try, try. You got Tupperware. Yeah, I got. I'm, um, but like, uh, instead of like prepping a couple because that doesn't work out for me, it ends up just like sitting in my fridge and I forget it's there. So I'm just <laughs> doing one Tupperware and like making extras. So I'll have like a big thing of extras and then I'll slowly put in the one Tupperware and okay. like, you know, I don't know, not prepping for a couple days because that doesn't work with me. Yeah, same yeah but you know, other than that, not much, man. Chilling out. 
You yeah. want to you want to plug away? So um, friends, family, yeah. businesses, what uh, you got going on? What just like myself? Yeah, well, just anything. Like if you well, ever just if you want to just promote something, go plug. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, man. So uh, I guess just uh, you can find me Oddfellows Barbershop Tuesday to Saturday. Uh, um, I guess the project with Matt Burden and I, HFX Drifter, will be coming out probably the new year, January first. Will be the first episode. Uh, we want to get a couple banked up before then. Um, other than that, you know. Get at me. I'll be chilling. Uh, I'm trying to figure out other stuff. People with podcasts, you know, get at me. I want to talk on more. I want to do more things. We'll get you back here. We'll get you Yeah, talking. I'll do another one of those street interviews or something. Man. Yeah, I love doing do that. For, that was uh, fun. Movember. Okay. We'll get one going. Boom. Okay. Well, I got a beard now, but you can still kind of see the mustache. We'll talk to other guys with mustaches. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Figure it out. All right, cool. Well, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks awesome. for coming on, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Unbutton that top button. High button. The high button, baby. Yeah. All right, everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. I do appreciate it. You know that. Go to all of our social media outlets. Like, subscribe, comment. Jeremy, once again, thank you for coming on. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. All right, and we are out. Cheers.